Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone fell down. Uh, yeah, you want to you want to hear some weird quinky dink? Yeah. Literally right before your mic fell down. This is gonna creep you out. Okay. Um. Loud ass like cat like falling off of something or knocking something down or running up the stairs. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like literally like. I heard that noise and then immediately heard your mic fall down. Like as if as if the psychic waves knocked it down. Like your your cat on the spiritual plane knocked my microphone What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? Well, welcome back to another episode of Scary Real. This is the podcast. We come together. We share your true uh, paranormal experiences. We talk about them. We deep dive a little bit into uh, the nuances of the story. We share our thoughts, maybe some personal experiences. And uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we're all about. My name is Adam, by the way. Uh, hello, fellow purveyors of the scary and the real. I am Jr. And uh, yeah, we're glad to have you back for another another week of of uh, some bone chilling true stories. Yes, yes. Um, so. I wanted to just do a quick shout out to to everybody that's been listening and engaging and uh, submitting stories. Um, and we just really appreciate you guys. It, we we've. We just love doing this, and to have the engagement on the other side feels really great. So we appreciate all of you so much, and uh, please continue to send us your stories or comment on the episodes. Um, you know, uh, it's great. It's what we're all about. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And, uh, you know, please share this with your friends. Uh, you know, if you connect with something, let us know. Leave a review on on whatever app you listen on, whether that's Spotify or or uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. And uh, you know, it's paying off. We really appreciate it, guys and girls and ghosts. Um, <laughs> uh, we because of your listenership, um, looks like we're gonna have our first sponsorship coming up here shortly. Very excited about that. Yeah, this this should be good. I'm I'm excited. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Adam, you wanna you wanna give us a little background here about our, our story tonight? So, so we had teased this before, um, but we have an update uh, from somebody who had shared um, a story 
um, that we had recorded several months ago. Uh, the episode we're talking about is our Sarah in the basement. Um, and then this update um, is from uh, uh, Tracy V. Uh, Tracy V. 1981. Um, she did some uh, talking with her family, discussing their experiences in the house. Uh, we are excited to share this because this is our first update from somebody. So it's very cool. And Tracy V, thank you so much for submitting this and taking the time to think about us in, in the busyness of life. We really appreciate it. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't quite remember uh, our first episode, it was titled Sarah in the basement. So go back a few view episodes and find that one if, if you want to hear the full story. Um, but just kind of a quick background. It, it's, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this was uh, a family home? Like, I believe so. Yes. I, well, I need to yeah. go back and reread this story because it's been a while. So either way, they left and then or, or things happened. They left and then, you know, circumstances in life and they ended up back into the same home. Um, and it was it was stuff that primarily affected uh, their son, uh, Tracy V and her husband's son um, uh, as a child and growing up. And uh, yeah, it was a couple different entities, uh, grandmother, grandfather, um, and then a not so nice uh, girl named Sarah, who apparently lived in the basement and followed them to dinner. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's a, I, again, I would encourage you, uh, just like JR said, go back and listen to that episode. It, it's really, uh, uh, really fascinating, um, kind of creepy experiences. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's good. And so you may want to like pause this, go listen to it if you haven't, and then come back and listen to this episode so that you get the full context of her update. Um, but yeah, uh, we're just super excited to share this story with you tonight. Definitely. So, um, Tracy did us a kindness in uh, writing up this episode or writing up her her experiences for us, and kind of broke it up um, into. Let's see, we got uh, like four different perspectives or different. Um, experiences that happened to different people who had been in or lived in the home at mm-hmm. one point or another uh while while her and her husband were there with with their son so um you want to start us off and and take the first couple okay so uh the first one here is uh titled my stepdaughter's experience Um, She goes on to say, my stepdaughter lived with us from the age um, 17 to 18. Her room is the room our son is in now. She told me that one night when she was in the bathroom and showering, she had a conversation with a woman that she thought was me. Uh, The door was closed, so she just assumed I was sitting on her bed talking to her. Whatever it was she spoke to mimicked my voice, and she had a 20-minute conversation with it. Um, wow. Yeah. (laughs) That is a a striking sentence to read and react to all at once. Yeah, Yeah, you just get that chill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The goosebumps start going. 
I I have to be like really honest and say I have never carried on a conversation um, with somebody to then later find out that they weren't there. I've carried on lots of conversations with myself. I basically talk to myself every day. Um, and I answer myself cause I'm a, a full blown weirdo, but, um, but I've never talked to somebody and felt like there was a conversation happening to, to then later find out, Oh no, nobody's there. Um, I, well, you know, that you know of that I know of for all That's you true. know, you thought you were having a conversation and then, you know, you never followed up with the person afterwards to find out that it actually wasn't them. So Cool. Didn't need that, man. Thanks. Anyway, Okay. And then she goes on to say, I remember this happening because my husband, her father, and I were living in or were in the living room with our son watching TV. I vividly recall her walking into the living room and telling me it was rude to just walk off in the middle of our conversation. My husband and I told her that I hadn't gotten off the couch since she had gone to her room. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I think, okay. And that's why she moved out. <laughs> and exactly. She's like, nope, had enough of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I think something to me, too, that... Uh, Tracy V does a very good job of is sort of she's giving you the full picture of what's happening so it's not just like oh here's this spooky little thing it's like no this is this is kind of the the situation and what's happening uh, she's very good at, at communicating her story but I um, I just really appreciate that so yeah, anyways um, okay so now she goes on to her husband's experience <clears throat> Um she says, this one happened when our son was three or four years old. I had recently wrecked my car, so my mother came to pick up my son and I. While we were gone, my husband came home from work. He knew I was with my mother, but when he walked in the house, he saw a woman that looked like me walk into our bedroom. He said he had a three or four minute conversation with her, in quotes, while he was in the living room. Um, eventually, he laid down the documents he was reviewing from work and walked down the hall into our bedroom. The woman, again in quotes, he was talking to was gone. When he went back into the living room to call me, the paperwork he had set down was ripped into pieces. Um, that, yeah. That seems... I, I don't want to, like... Uh, uh, put some sort of like uh, significance on something or or place a motivation on something that isn't there but that seems a little bit um like some sort of malevolent yeah, yeah yeah thank you i that's the word um like hey i'm going to i'm going to rip up these papers i'm going to you know again however you feel about energy or ghosts or all these things but in that situation there is some malevolence or some aggression there that seems um interesting i don't know that's maybe the only way i can describe it but (laughs) yeah 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 like that's not that's not the norm right like uh, i mean maybe the daughter got lucky maybe whatever it was liked her maybe you know because they were in the house uh, maybe this thing doesn't like men. I, you know, it's it's hard to say, but it's definitely right. not. 
that's not just like a hey I'm here kind of thing right like mm-hmm. that's yeah there's some there's some malevolence behind that there's some animosity behind that so. well and 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 two that you know I found it interesting that he he knew like at least on a subconscious level that his wife was gone but mm-hmm. in that moment he's having you know a three to four minute conversation and well, I th- and, you know yeah like your brain rationalizes things right for sure yep like it's not going to immediately jump to the paranormal at least you know for for the average person mm-hmm. who you know um it, it's like all those social science things where you know you're looking at a picture <clears throat> you're staring at a picture and then eventually you realize like oh it's in black and white it's not actually color your your brain's filling all of that in because that's what it expects to see right you know a landscape thing or whatever it is and so yeah it's it, i don't know if you've seen some of those where you're staring at a dot and then all of a sudden a picture appears of like a landscape and you're seeing it in color but the second you like move your eyes away from the dot you realize it's all black and white and right that kind of thing where your brain just it's it's going to fill in the blanks so oh i thought she was gone she's home I'm talking to her oh wait my son's not here you know like i didn't you know you don't you don't see the obvious signs Yes. Because your brain's filling in the blanks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's that's a that's a good way to explain that. So I don't know. I'm no expert, so <laughs> Well, yeah, we we we've said it before. We're not experts. Um, our theories are just that. They are theories based on uh, the way we kinda look at something. But I think I think you're you're right. You kind of you kind of have that moment. You're like, oh yeah, no, I'm just uh, talking to my wife for a second, and then mm-hmm. something clicks later, and you're like, oh yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's putting it lightly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, she goes on to say, um, my oldest sister's experience. My sister's daughter lived with her dad. They live in Ohio. We live in Tennessee. A few years back, he brought my niece down to stay with us for the summer. My sister stayed here while her daughter was here, and they slept in our son's bedroom. One night, my sister said she woke up to an eerie feeling. When she looked around the room, she noticed a figure in the corner. This was the girl my son called Little Sarah, because he didn't know her name. She was sitting in the corner, squatting, with her elbows on her knees and her hands propping her face up, just looking at my sister. My sister threw the covers over her head and started praying. She said it felt like she was under there for an eternity, but when she peeked out of the covers, the little girl was gone. Whew. Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, I'm going to have to, like, start locking these cats up when we're doing these stories because every noise I swear is somebody talking to me <laughs> yes. Uh, yes yeah I don't know about you but I mean I just I, I, like I just can't rationalize it like I can't picture that happening right Mm-mm. like I know this is scary it sounds terrifying and I would be absolutely terrified if it happened to me but it's so terrifying and so frightening 
that to me it's like I can't even I can't even picture what I would do or or how I would react if it happened, but I'm pretty sure it wouldn't just be throwing the covers over my head. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it'd be like fainting, waking up, and then yeah, like yeah. something from you know scary movie, like the the parody scary movie. You know, like <laughs> I'd be. I don't know. Like I'd be losing my mind. Like legit right. losing my mind. Right. I. 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 I can't. I. I think I feel the same way. Like I don't know how I would actually respond. I feel like I remember being a kid, and that feeling of like I'll throw the blankets over my head because it's the safest thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't look, if I don't see something. Um, that's you know that's what i need to do but like as an adult is it gonna you know will will my childhood instincts kick in and i'll be like nope covers over my head or will it be like nope burn it in the house down see you later you know like (laughs) i don't know which which side of adam's gonna come out at that point yeah yeah i don't Um, i don't like like i said i can't rationalize it but but there is a part of me that's like you know just it goes to the extreme right like like i said like scary movie like either i'm up like freaking out like having a moment or i'm legit popping off rounds into the corner like you know like i don't like i don't know but it's not gonna be good like whatever happens is not gonna be either way it's not great yeah yeah (laughs) oh boy so anyway she goes on to say eventually she got up to go to the bathroom there's a door connecting our room to our son's, where my sister was sleeping with her daughter. I remember her mentioning that in the first story. The mm-hmm. you know it's an old house, and there is a a door that connects those two bedrooms. Um, so anyway, she said she looked in the room where me my, and my son were sleeping. My husband worked night shift at the time, so he wasn't home, and the little girl was squatting in the corner of our room. She never made it to the bathroom that night, instead opting to run back to the safety of the bed and hide under the covers, not coming out until daylight. Mm. That sounds like a solid plan. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's like, at that point, the most yeah. most uh, um, uh, level-headed... Logical. Yeah. Logical response, like, nope, yeah. nope. Well, and, you know, the first time, maybe you're, you're dreaming. The second time you see it... You know, at, by that point, you don't have to pee anymore anyway because it's all over the floor. So right, <laughs> it's long like, gone. Uh, yeah, I've relieved <laughs> myself. Like, I, 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 so I'm trying to think back to this initial story from Tracy V about Sarah. Was it a little girl in that one too, or was it just no. a girl? Or like a so what I'm getting at, what I'm, imp- what I think she's getting at here is this is a separate entity. So Sarah was in the basement, and Sarah was malicious. Like Sarah, like her son mm. was scared of Sarah. Yes. He called this one little Sarah because he didn't know her name. Okay. Okay. So I don't know that she was malicious or, or you know, or scared her son. Right. But he called her Little Sarah because he he didn't know what else to call her. That's that's mm-hmm. my takeaway from from this. Okay, compared to the first story. Um, uh, 
I think that, like you said, that the little girl in the corner thing, it doesn't necessarily equate to like malicious or malevolent, but it is, I mean, obviously her, her sister felt uh, quite a bit of fear. And I think that's the natural reaction. If you see something that is that significant and does not make sense in a logical way, um, you're going to feel all that fear. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I get it. I understand. Um, so I don't think she had a bad reaction at all. I, I think she made the the only thing that makes sense, which is to go back to bed and uh, forget about peeing. So that's what. <laughs> well, like I said, if it were me, I would have already peed. So yeah, yeah, on myself. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yep. Anyway. So finally, Tracy goes on to, to leave us with our last little tidbit from um, the House of Horrors here. And uh, she says, Now this just happened tonight. Uh, Tracy V sent us this on April 2nd. She says, It's 4.45 a.m. now, but around midnight, my son woke me up and said, Mom, what were you whispering to me? I told him I was asleep and I haven't whispered anything. My husband gets up for work at four, so he can make it work to make it to work by five. So he was already awake to witness this, and after being woke up at midnight, I woke up with him at four. Being the typical mom of a child, I am always in mom mode, picking up after him. Noticing my son's AirPods laying on the floor, I picked them up, put them back into their case, and set them on his dresser. My husband and son both watched me do this, and after this, my son laid back down since it was so early. At 4.25 a.m., something wakes him up, and he comes into the living room where I was sitting. He asked me where his other AirPod was, and I said, and said, I watched you put them both in my case, but it's not in there now. We went into his bedroom to look and found it laying on the floor. None of us had touched them since I put them back in their case. My son told me that little Sarah isn't mean like big Sarah is. He said little Sarah just wanted to play with him, and that little Sarah was also afraid of big Sarah like he was. This is when he was younger, and he talked about them a lot more. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so this is... Not just a, um, um, you know, update, but it's a recent experience that Tracy and her family is having. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, backing up to the beginning of this, when he says, Mom, what were you whispering to me? That is terrifying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, just, just in the sense of, like, I, I I've tried to to put this into words that that uh, convey it properly. Whispering to somebody, it takes a lot of breath, right? It takes a lot of um, of energy. I know people think whispering is very quiet, and it is, but it requires breath, and um, and so it's 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 an energy moment to me that I'm thinking. Ah, this is this is unique. So if he's hearing yeah. that, it could be a bad dream. I'm not trying to, but you know, like <clears throat> it, it obviously was enough to wake him up. So it, in some ways, 
is that an audible whisper or is it something in a dream that woke him up i i don't know because we don't we don't know in this story but um but wow i mean that's that's significant right there you know see i you know and i would tend to agree i you know i'd go to this not necessarily the skeptical but to the debunking thing immediately right like mm-hmm. like i would think like maybe she was talking in her sleep and because their rooms are joined together you know he overheard her like in, in his half asleep state he thinks you know i don't know i don't know that sure you know, she's whispering yeah. to him um and but just with all the compounding stuff with everything else that's kind of happened it just I'm, I'm more apt to believe that this is paranormal than just can be explained away simply kind of thing right so i don't know right yep yeah exactly like i i think over the course of this show that you know and we haven't been doing this a super long time but over the course of of hearing these stories and people's experiences and and just reflecting on some of my own over over the years of my life um i'm i'm still that i've got the skeptic side but i'm much more apt to just believe and say there's something else to this i don't fully understand it but i'm i'm not going i i I can't just fully like switch over to skeptic anymore like now it's like well a little bit but also maybe not you know yeah yeah (laughs) um you know so like there there might be a logical explanation but Mm -hmm. there might not be right you know where before i I would i was like you i just go straight to the it's x y and z and none of those things are paranormal you know so i don't know like I said, it, it, if that was the only thing, then it'd be easy to say that, right? But yes. when, you, when you add in all these other people's experiences, then you're going, okay, nope, there's, mm-hmm. there's definitely something more going on. And I think that's with anything, right? Like, that's science, everything is a theory until a new one comes along and disproves it or, or proves it or, you know... Like, in the same kind of thing here, like, when you take the preponderance of evidence, put all that together, add it all up, okay, now we got, now we got some real shit, right? So. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and the way she even talked about, you know, being in mom mode and picking up after him, uh, you and I both have kids and we're both mm-hmm. married. Uh, I'm 100% convinced that my wife will spot something on the floor that uh, doesn't belong there faster than I would even notice it exists. Um, and it is a mom mode thing. And it's like the thing that I could probably ignore for a day, she will not. Right? Mm-hmm. And so if something is out of place, you're going to grab it, you're going to put it where it belongs, or at least like pick it up off the floor and, you know, toss it down to the kids' laundry basket or whatever. Um, and she said that I'm in mom mode. I picked up these these AirPods, which are small little things, you know, and uh, picked them up, put them away. Yeah, but you paid a lot of money for those because you, you know did. your kid didn't pay for them. So right, yeah. right. And so you're gonna put them away. They're going on the dresser or whatever. They're gonna be where they're supposed to be. I I totally I get it. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. If mm-hmm. if my wife sees something, she can be exhausted. 
and she is often she'll see something and be like i'm gonna clean this up because it's bothering me and i'm like we're well, just leave it till tomorrow like i don't even yeah. who cares she's like i care yeah. i'm like well, all right yeah. i guess i'm that <laughs> yeah. way i'm the guy that like i just can't walk past it like i'm gonna, sure i'm gonna at least like pick it up and put it in a pile so that way the next day it can be like all taken at once you know kind of thing so oh yeah, yeah okay. i'm definitely okay. that way like i'm not I'm not just gonna leave it, especially if it's something expensive that I paid for. You know, like I'm not oh yeah, it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. So yeah, <clears throat> um, but that's you know, so that's significant to me is that they put them. You know, they 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 all watched her do this. It's not even like an uncommon thing. It's something that totally makes sense. You're gonna pick these up and put them in the case, and you know, I I don't uh, I don't have AirPods, but I have Bluetooth headphones. I ha- I'm like very diligent about. They have to go back in their case because that's how they charge and blah, 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 you know, like so I can use them the next day or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to – you know when they're in there because it's got a you know a certain process to it. But um, but then for them to wake up and him uh, – the, the son to say, well, I don't know where the – you know, where one of them is. It's not both of them. It's just one of them is not in yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, and it was only just, 25 minutes later, right? So it's almost right. like, did, did he wake up because something was rifling through his stuff and, like, scared him off or stopped him or, you know, like, midway through? Like, what what's going on here, right? Something's, something's off. Something's going on. Right. Yeah, yeah the, the fact that he woke up 25 minutes later, which, to be fair... You know, I think anybody with kids or anybody that's even like, you know, uh, nieces, nephews, whatever, sometimes when kids are like woken up at some point in the night, getting them back to bed is not as easy. Like they'll just kind of wake up over and over Um, or even adults are kind of that way. You know, like we just get it. We can't get into that deeper sleep cycle. Um, So maybe maybe he just woke up because he wasn't sleeping very well. Um, You know, I. Once again, I would tend to agree, except I'm pretty sure at this point he's older. And and okay. I can tell you that, you know, with a, a three and a six-year-old, like, you wake them up in the morning and they're pulling their covers over their head and, like, fighting you on it. So, you know, if he's <laughs> yes. even older than that, you know, if he's right. in his preteen or early teen years, like, that, that kid is not wanting to get up at four or four thirty in the morning. Like that right. dude is like, Nope, I'm going back to bed. Like, screw this crap. So I don't know. I maybe that's just me. Maybe I because I was definitely that kid that was like in high school taking naps on Saturdays. <laughs> like Yep. No man. I I mean, uh I have a thirteen year old now who uh, does not want to get up. I have an 11-year-old who does not want to get up. And every day they have to get up because of school. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, um, it, it, it is a thing. And if I tried to wake them up at 4 in the morning, they'd be like, I'm sorry, no, this isn't yeah. happening. Come back in four yeah. hours, maybe. Have, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> that's the... Yeah. So. I mean, seriously, like, if, if I tried to wake up my 14-year-old at 4 a.m., I'm pretty sure I'd hear her swear at me for the first time ever. You know? <laughs> Have you lost your damn mind? Right. And you'd be like, you know what? I get it. This is justified. I understand. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. not I'm not even mad. I'm just yeah. 
impressed really yeah um. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, honestly I, a little concerned and sad that it wasn't a more severe swear <laughs> right you know, living with me and your mom i mean <laughs> i know you've heard these words we <laughs> <laughs> have heard a hell a whole hell of a lot worse than that yes you know. yeah yeah not directed um, at them okay people come on like no just just in general they've heard the words <laughs> you know we watch movies around here guys it happens um <laughs> but yeah you know i just and it and again it's something small these the, the airpod thing it okay one being missing one being then found on the floor it's a really small detail but in in that like Sometimes the smaller details are the things that, like, affect me more. Because it's not the, like, pictures were flying off the wall and a crucifix was upside down. You know, like, yeah. I get that that's the horror movie spectrum that we're all used to. But the small details of, like, this was misplaced. This was torn up. This was, you know. And it's not like, well, because I forgot about it. Or, yeah, I shredded it myself and I'm just... I just forgot, well, and you know, like it's repeated, right? It's, yeah, it's little thing after little thing after little thing. Yes, sometimes literally a little thing, like little Sarah sitting in the corner. I mean, and then you know, if it was just you, or just you know, like your kid's overactive imagination. Yep. And then you're starting to notice little things because you want to believe. I could. I can see going like, uh, eh, you know, and being skeptical of that. It's you, your husband, your son, your sister, like all these different people have, you know, <clears throat> had their own experience with that house and, and with things going on. Yeah. And, and it hasn't, I mean, it might've subsided a little bit, you know, like as your son's, as the, the, the boy has grown. Um, but Things are still happening. Like, eh, that's, you know, that's where, like I said, like, I get the, the, the goosebumps and the, you know, the hair standing up on the back of my neck kind of thing, right? Like, okay. Yes. There's there's just one or two things you can explain it away. Uh, you know, waking up and seeing something in the corner and you think it's a little girl, but your brain's in that foggy coming out of sleep state. You know, I could explain that away. But not then when you get up or you're still awake and you finally get out of bed and then you see full detail again in another room you know so like okay there's just there's more to it at that point right absolutely repetition um similar experiences but enough differences in the details that everybody has this unique um thing in it but they're all interconnected um Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It, it it's just it's too many things to say to just write it off and go ah no it's you know this is easy to explain away and I don't you know I don't care it isn't it isn't easy to explain um, mm-hmm. and I, you know it, she talks you know like she said it here at the end well my son says that's little Sarah um, she's not threatening she wants to play. Um, I don't know. That I, sounds pretty damn threatening to me. <laughs> it it does, but 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 from a child's perspective, a, a kid might see it differently than we would. Um, you know, like 
I'm terrified by the idea of some like little, you know, girl in the corner <laughs> kneeling yeah. down. Um, but to a kid, you see another mm-hmm. like sort of childlike figure, and you think, okay, yeah, this is okay. Um, maybe maybe you just want to play. You're a little playful, and you want to, you know, have some sort of interaction or whatever. And she doesn't seem to be uh, doing anything very significantly threatening or or malevolent in any regard she's you know uh hasn't been even the whispering thing wasn't mean-spirited or it didn't come across that way so i i i get it so yeah 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 like i think we're a little bit jaded because you know we've seen the movies and all of those things where, you know, with the, the typical kind of like creepy kid and, you know, black hair and all that stuff. So like, (laughs) that's what I'm picturing. Right. You know, as opposed to, you know, what he might be seeing is just a sweet little girl that wants to play. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who doesn't need to sleep and is awake in the middle of the night, you know, like, so, so, and, and to a child, you don't have those images and those, you know, things. You don't haven't learned that fear yet, right? So, yeah, I, I get it logically, but mentally, I'm just picturing like the worst of the worst. <laughs> you know? Oh, so. for sure. I I instantly get the image of the ring. The yeah, you know, the, Samara, the, Samara. Yeah, just just instant like stringy black hair in the corner piercing eyes um going to die in seven days that's that's all i can think about um you know but uh but yeah i that's not the description she's telling so you know i don't want to put put words into to their story but that's like you said the horror movie side of me is like well i've seen that so that's what i think of um but yeah i just think for Tracy V, again, I, I think she's got so many experiences here and and confirmed experiences from other members of her household or people that have stayed there. Mm-hmm. So, boy, it's just, is it localized to this particular location? Um, I don't know. And, and uh, you know, I don't think we really are going to get the answer to that, but um, it seems to be all centering around this house. And... Um, I hope I hope they're doing okay. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get a third update at some point, Tracy. We'd love to talk to you again. Uh, thank you so much for gathering these stories, taking the time to type them out and send them our way. Because um, you're not the only one. I you, you definitely are not the only person that's had these kinds of experiences mm-hmm. or things happening. Um, so you might be bringing comfort to somebody that's been in the same boat as you. Yeah, and like we said earlier, if you if you want to go back, um, the episode is titled Sarah in the Basement. Uh, it's actually pretty terrifying. You know, I was just doing a quick count here. I was going through, and I mean, with between between the the, the original episode and the update, we're looking at something like eight to ten different experiences or things that you know um have happened that she's Mm. told us about that doesn't include all the you know like ah that one was weird but i'm not going to include it in the story kind of thing right so so you know 
to me, this begs the question, is this the house? Is this the sun? Or is this a combination of the two? Right. I I don't have an answer. I don't even want to speculate on one because I don't know enough about, you know, what's going on or the location or anything like that. But, um, you know, if Tracy's out there listening, I would... I, I, you know, if if you could let us know, have you ever had the house saged or cleansed or had a priest come through or a psychic or someone just to kind of give you an idea, maybe, you know, see if, if they can figure out what's going on. Have you looked up history of the house, anything like that? Because that kind of stuff, I would, I would be interested to know, right? Like, that, that's, that's quite a bit of things going on that just all in all are pretty odd right so yeah yeah it, it eight to eight to ten experiences is a lot i think most people could say i've had one maybe two odd experiences in my house but i was it was able to sort of write that off because you know active imagination or the wind or you know again you go in the logic brain and you think i can write that off because it's one experience i can ignore it um, you know, when you get into that, like two to three to, to somewhere in that five range, you might think, okay, maybe this is something paranormal or whatever, but ultimately just, you know, maybe this is all I've got. When you mm-hmm. get to that eight to 10 and, and from the sounds of it, Tracy's probably had other experiences. Like you said that she hasn't even shared because they just weren't weren't story worthy, you know, like she couldn't really capture them in a, in a way that was, um, uh, enough to explain, you know, other than just like weird random things. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not speculating on whether it's the house, whether it's your son, whether it's, uh, something with just your family in general. Uh, we don't have those kind of answers and, and it would be impossible to even figure that out in this kind of environment. But, um, yeah, by all means, let us know if you've if you've called a priest, if you've done that kind of thing. If may, maybe you're not a super religious person, that's okay too. But, um, you know, uh, maybe you've done some research on your property and, and we would love to hear more. If you are listening to this podcast and you have gone, you know, through something similar or you um, have a story that sort of resonates in some way, uh, feel free to comment on this episode. But also um, share your story with us. We would love to share your own experience. Um, And there's a few different ways to do that. Um, We try to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, Where can they reach us? Uh, Jr. Where, where, where would they send us a story? They can get us at Scary Real Pod on all the things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, we're at Scary Real Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Scary Real Pod at Gmail dot com, and like we've said in the past, you know, if the community gets big enough and there's there is a uh, an outpouring of support and a cry from the masses to have that Facebook group, then, uh, then, you know, we'll set that up. But as of right now, we don't have that, um, kind of what I'm envisioning for that going forward in the future is not that we don't want to do it. Um, uh, but between, you know, families and the podcast and work, um, we've got enough to manage and, and I, I don't have the, 
the time to put into, you know, kind of give the attention that it would require. Because right. um, I'd want it to be a true community, right? So I'd want to, I don't know if anyone here listens to um, Beautiful Anonymous, but that kind of community where you have to request and be accepted into the, the group because you want it to be a place where it's it's welcoming. People feel that they can connect and truly um, tell their story without condemnation, without criticism, you know, and, and just let people and be heard. Right. And, and kind of get that community support. Um, and I just don't know that I have the time right now to, to dedicate to that, but you know, if we, we get a big enough fan base or listenership or I don't know what it's called, um, that, you know, that would like that, that's something we can definitely explore in the future. But for right now, it's, uh, like I said, at scary real pod on, uh, Instagram and Twitter and scary real pod at gmail.com. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we're, we're very good, uh, with, with any level of, um, you might have a very short story. You think this is not, it's not a, it's not a full episode. That's definitely okay. Share your story because those small ones are great to interject and, and talk about. Um, and you never know where it can kind of piece together with another story that's very similar to yours Mm -hmm. um we we will keep your name anonymous if you want or we can use just like a a fake name or a handle of some kind if you've got one Uh, we're happy to do that um you know if you um you know if you've if you've got kind of an active reddit presence and you want to include your reddit username or something we're happy to do that also um what whatever your preference level is we are happy to do it um but we say it every week we mean it every week this is about your stories this is about mm-hmm. connecting the story and and connecting people to that particular story and that experience um it means a lot to us and we are impacted by each one of these. And so as we dive into them, what we're hoping for and what we're, you know, hoping to gauge is that other people are impacted and affected by these experiences that you're having, because we all have these little moments in our life that we can't explain away. And then we're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, what is that about? But if, if somebody else has a similar experience, we're like, ah, okay, well, I guess I, I guess I'm not alone in this this crazy uh, sphere I'm living. Exactly. In, you know? Yeah. Let's let's kind of throw that out there. Like, you know, I'd like to challenge our listeners to that. Um, so, I'd love to do kind of like a I don't even know like a montage episode, right? Where it's it's just a series of you know five, ten, fifteen stories, whatever it is, short little. This happened to me. I can't explain it. I don't, you know, I don't fully understand it. Uh, you know, there's so, you, you know, like Tracy's got, you know, probably a, over a dozen at this point. I've got, I could cut off a couple phalanges and and be able to count the number of weird things that have happened to me you know, on one <laughs> hand, you know. So, so like, you know, I don't, that's why I love doing this, right? Because now that I look back on them, and 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 kind of reflect on them i do believe there's something else going on right because i've heard other people's stories and i'm like okay that fits this or that fits this or you know that's similar to what happened to me here kind of thing so um 
I'd love to do an episode like that where it's just a series of, you know, like the Tracy V story, Sarah in the basement and now little Sarah, right? It, if it was just all the, the little things, I think it would be enough, but she's also got the, the sister who's seen Sarah in the corner and the son who's Sarah's talking to him and, you know, telling him like, you know, don't go in that stall or, you know, don't go in the basement. It's like, oh, okay, that's terrifying, right? Like that's truly terrifying. Yeah. But if yours isn't truly terrifying, if yours is, I, somebody walked past me and I was home alone, you know? Yep. What what the hell? Exactly. And I saw it, and then a f- couple days later, like my brother saw it, like my story, you know, that I think I told like uh, in our in our initial kind of like teaser episode. Um, if your story's just like, you know, I heard this, or you know, my grandma came to me in a dream, or my grandma came to me and talked to me, and then I later found out, you know, she had passed, or what, you know, just if it's just that one thing where it's. You know, was I asleep? Was I in a dream? Like, you can't quite explain it. I'd love to do that episode. I would love that because it would just kind of, it would build that community that we're talking about, right? <clears throat> yep. Where we can kind of group those like stories together so you can say, hey, I'm not alone. Like this happened to, you know, three, four, five, fifty, 50, however many different people, you know? So, um, yeah, if if you have that, please, we'd we'd be eternally grateful to for you to slide into our DMs. I'm I'm such an old person. Good <laughs> Lord, I've never said that before in my life, and it did but not you know come out very well. It it felt genuine when you said it, so don't feel bad. Um. <laughs> oh boy, no, but but yeah, truly, like I I love this idea of like these little it's like a it's a small little short thing that you've experienced don't discount it embrace mm-hmm. that little moment and and share it with us we're happy to hear it we're we're challenging our our group of listeners um we have i, I think we can say with some degree of certainty that we've connected with some people at this point that are listening that come back every week when we post a new episode uh we are so grateful for you um and and i would say my challenge to you is examine your own experiences and go okay maybe i don't have this elaborate story um but i have an experience that i want to share and this is the place to do it because we'll share your your five minute experience you know (laughs) and uh i just i love i love that idea jr of of doing like a montage episode, you know, of like, these are like, we have 10 stories, you know, they're all very short, but they all kind of center around these experiences. And so we're going to talk about it. Um, we're not, we're not here to discount it or make fun of it. Or, you know, we, we laugh a lot because, because we're just kind of jovial dudes, you know, we love to talk and we love to share. And, um, and I think laughing sometimes releases a little bit of the tension of like the, the fear <laughs> side, you know, but, um, but we, we, uh, we love to hear from you guys. It is like, it's energizing to get a story and be like, Oh, we got to talk about this story. This is crazy. You know, like, cause you don't know who that's going to connect to the next episode, you know? So it's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, 
I'm just I'm excited for what this thing is. Uh, we we appreciate you guys so much, and uh, uh, like I this is such a random moment, but I want to I want to interject because I'm thinking of it. If you guys as listeners would be up for some kind of like merch or something to sort of connect like with or whatever um we're on board for it we don't have any of that stuff yet um but we'd love some feedback on it if you guys said hey i'd love a shirt or i'd love a keychain or a sticker or something um let us know because we we're up for ideas we're not maybe the uh the most um uh, we're not geniuses, so we're not like marketing <laughs> gurus. We're gonna be like, no, we're gonna do this and grow by fifty thousand people. We're not those guys. We're more like, this sounds great, and if people like it, let's do it. Um, yeah. So if there's something that you think you would love to have, uh, we're happy to help create it and, and make it available. So oh, definitely, yeah. I, we're we're also not super tech savvy, but we'll figure it out, right? So. We will figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I know this was a bit of a short one this week, but uh, I didn't I didn't want to wait to um, get Tracy's follow up out there. I know we teased it in the last episode, and uh, it just felt like it just felt like we needed to get to it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I can't really explain it other than that. So I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't want to put it off and you know make it this thing where we just teased it week after week. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we we do we we have another submission, direct submission to us, not uh, uh, Reddit generated. Not that we discount those. We love those. Tracy came from Reddit, and we absolutely appreciate it. But it, there is something cool about having you know a story sent directly to us. So uh, we have another one coming up another week in a row and uh you know we're excited that we're able to do that so thank you thank you to all of our listeners to all of our submitters so absolutely so uh all of that fun end of episode business uh out of the way i just want to say uh thanks again and uh be good to yourself and be good to others We'll see you next week. Good night.